Here on KHUM, joining us now today, uh, we have Officer Paul Kraft from the California Highway Patrol. He's here to talk to us about a teen driving course that they're offering. Welcome. Thank you, Lindsay. Yeah, thanks for coming all the way down here to Ferndale and experiencing the noon whistle with me and talking about this teen class. So you were uh, you were mentioning a little bit earlier that you have some teenagers, some teen drivers in your family, yes. and uh, you have some firsthand experience. They've gone through this teenager driving awareness course. Um, what can teens expect from the course that the California Highway Patrol is offering? This is the, our Start Smart program. It was uh, created a number of years ago by uh, an officer in the Monterey area office. It started locally there, um, and our department picked up on it, partnered with the Office of Transportation Safety, and they have expanded it and covers the whole state. So we offer this program to young teen drivers. Uh, both of my kids, like you were saying, have gone through it. My daughter just got her permit on Monday, so we're making good use of the education I provided her. Thank you, I think. <laughs> um, it is a two-hour program, and it really focuses on safe driving skills, um, the penalties for unsafe driving, DUI, impaired driving, um, distracted driving. It can also include a parent in the program. It's not required, but we love to have parents come into the class also. It develops dialogue between the student driver and the parent and the officer and talking about their responsibilities as well with their young drivers. Cool. So um, you've been offering these courses. They're free, correct? They are free. That's awesome. Uh, yes, I think so. I didn't charge myself anything to put my kids through the class. Yeah. Um, it uh, is free. We don't have any classes scheduled right now, but I'm keeping a list of prospective clients uh, and students in our class and offering over the summer we're going to set up a couple of classes um, the big thing right now is there are some areas in california that have used this program as a penalty phase in juvenile traffic courts and i recently had a meeting with our traffic commissioner and the judges here in humboldt county and we are working to actively institute the start smart program as part of a penalty for juvenile traffic infractions and that could be not set in stone no promises could be in lieu of the fine and or any requirement for traffic school um, upon their completion of this program which is pretty awesome if that does go through because sometimes you know those are some hefty fines that you get yes. and you could just waive all of that and instead hang out for two hours with the CHP and get some real world knowledge because you guys are out yeah. there on the roads day in and day out. And um, driving as a teen can be really scary. And you get you have some stats that you brought in here. Can you talk a little bit about te teenage driving? Absolutely. And what you've learned? You know, without having local stats, which I can tell you are a little bit lower than what I've seen statewide. But the, the biggest thing to think about is the leading cause of death for uh, drivers 15 to 20 years old, or for youth 15 to 20 years old, their biggest chance of being injured or killed is through a traffic collision. That's where they're hurt and killed at between age 15 and 20. And that was what prompted the creation of this program. How can we reach out to young drivers? They're inexperienced. And that's the number one thing we talk about in the class is they have the same basic skills that we all started out with when we're driving 
but they have the inexperience. I have 30-something years of driving behind me. We all have lessons learned through experience. Unfortunately, some of them are bad, um, but they reinforce certain driving behaviors over time. They don't have the luxury of that at a young age, and therefore become involved in more collisions. Um, our goal is to reduce that. I would love it to be at zero would be our ultimate goal, but we do everything we can to reduce it any little bit. What have been some major takeaways from you as you've kind of put to um, put these courses on? Um, it sounds like you create a bit of a dialogue that exists between the teens that attend and their parents and yourself. What are some of your major takeaways and things that you've learned from teaching? Man, I, growing up, uh, and maybe you experienced the same thing, driver's ed was part of school. I grew up in the backwoods of Louisiana. When you turned 14, you automatically went into the driver's ed class, and that was just part of your school. It's what you did. That's not the same way anymore, uh, at least locally. It's not a part of the school curriculum, although they include some driver's ed in health classes. When I go in, I'm talking to the kids. They have a base knowledge of you know law, uh, some laws, signs, lights, what things mean, how the car operates, but they don't have like an understanding of what really happens in the world when you're driving a car, if you crash a car, uh, what happens if you get a speeding ticket. And I'm finding that even though we have a PowerPoint and pictures and videos to show them, they have questions. They have tons of questions, and they just want to know, hey, what happens if I do A or B. Um, how much does this cost? That's a big question. How, what's the What's the ticket for this? <laughs> right. And mom and dad like to know that stuff too. Um, right. Contrary to popular belief, CHP doesn't collect funds, and we don't issue the fines. The courts decide all that. Mm -hmm. um, that's the biggest thing I think is they just want to talk and hear stories, and I think those stories and talking about, and especially if we can get a local youth that maybe was involved in an incident to come in and talk to the students, that's usually the most impactful. It's a peer that they've seen or here has been through something. Cool. Well, for folks who are listening and they're interested in the Start Smart program, it sounds like right now you're collecting a list of um, people who are interested and then once you have an idea of how many folks want to participate, you're going to put together a course uh, yes. over the summer. Um, how do people get on that list, or how do they reach out to you and learn more? A phone number, public line for uh, the Arcata CHP is 707-822-5981. Um, they can leave a message there for me if I'm not in, but getting uh, their information, I can put them on a list. We also have an email uh, for our area, and it's going to sound weird, but trust me, this is right. Okay. It's Humboldt underscore area dot... Humboldt underscore area at chp.ca.gov. So, so, so good. We had to put it in that email twice. <laughs> um, you can email me at that email address. Uh, we'll get that and we'll add you on a list and then I can communicate with you, let you know when the dates are coming up. Cool. And then there's also um, a link to the program at the CHP website, right? Our website does have a link. Uh, unfortunately, you have to dig in there a little bit, but if you just go to chp.ca.gov, there is a link in there for programs and services. Just think of it as one of our programs. And then if you click on the link for youth programs underneath there, it takes you right to a list of programs. The first one is Start Smart. 
and there's some additional info on the background of the program and what it offers. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Officer Paul Kraft, for coming in today and Thanks talking for with us. us. We're not for kids only, yeah, for sure. Check out the Start Smart program. There's a number of ways to do that. And uh, we'll be podcasting this particular conversation up at khum.com here shortly. So if you were just able to tune in for a little portion of it, um, it will be broadcast in full for you to visit later at khum.com. I wanted to give a shout out to our sponsors of Not For Kids Only today. Those being North Coast Regional Child Support Services, Casa of Humboldt, and the Humboldt County Library. So I want to thank them. Without them, we wouldn't be able to check in with folks doing cool stuff in our community for children and families. So big shout out to those folks. Let's hear a couple words from them right now. And then when we come back, we'll listen to some more music together here on KHUM. <laughs>